This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The Alec Baldwin Shooting Investigation. Loose ammo in a fanny pack like this? And why he says he turned down a job on the set. I had a terrible feeling about this one. Plus, could a piece of plexiglass have prevented the death? Then... Baldwin payback. I'm about to be president. We're all going to die. Are Trump supporters going after the grieving actor for mocking Trump on SNL? Disgusting and despicable. And here we go again after this and this. How the family that saw a wall of water pour into their home is preparing for new destruction. Plus, a dog saved by the Heimlich maneuver. So they're flat on their back here. He swallowed a ball. He was choking to death. Nice. Wait till you see how the vet saved his life. Down and up through the mouth. The Heimlich maneuver for dogs. And what are you doing? They're everywhere. I'm going 60, folks. What the hell? E-bikes, scooters, and gizmos taking over the streets. But they can be extremely dangerous. Wow. He went right through. Plus, Spanx a billion. The announcement from the Spanx boss that left them shocked. And crashing dad's live TV interview. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The investigation continues into the tragedy on the set of Alec Baldwin's latest film as more questions are being raised about how guns and ammunition were handled. A search of the set reportedly found a fanny pack filled with bullets and other ammunition laying around loose instead of being properly stored. We spoke with a prop master who turned down work on that film because he says it felt completely unsafe. Jim Murray reports. We're learning new information about evidence seized from the set of Alec Baldwin's film. Detectives recovered two boxes of ammo, loose ammo, and a fanny pack with ammo. And now there are reports that the gun that killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins may have been used for target practice that morning. According to the showbiz website The Wrap, crew members took several prop guns, including the vintage Colt revolver like this that killed Hutchins, to go plinking, a hobby in which people shoot at beer cans with live ammunition. We have a source that's uh, close to the set who told us that uh, a few crew members went out plinking on the day of the shooting, um, which is to say that they took some guns, prop guns from the set, and were passing the time by you know shooting at Targets. Veteran prop master Neil Zaromsky turned down a job on the set of Rust because he was so worried about the lack of safety standards. I had a terrible feeling about this one, for sure. What was it that told you something could go very wrong on this production? I suggested a team of five, 
and their solution was a team of three. So right off the bat, there was compromising. Today, he's fighting back tears, believing this tragedy could have been avoided. Sickened, heartbroken. We're also learning more about the assistant director, Dave Halls, whose role in the shooting is under investigation. We now know that Halls had been fired from the set of the movie Freedom's Path in 2019 after a gun unexpectedly discharged, causing a minor injury to a crew member. This photo was taken inside the church moments before the fatal shooting. It shows Baldwin and the crew rehearsing the scene. Baldwin is standing just a few feet from Helena Hutchins. Les Trent is with Thomas Pimentel, owner of prop rental company TNT Limited Productions. If we were on the set right now and you had this fake gun and there was an actor and the camera person over there, there's actually something in between us. Correct. So the layer of plexiglass is another added safety feature if you're on a set. He says guns used on movie sets should be rigged so they are incapable of firing live ammunition, like these weapons. Now watch how it all comes together. We're going to fire blanks towards this uh, plexiglass glass right here. He loads a revolver that can only shoot blanks. Three, two, one, action. It sure looked like real gunfire, but it was all done behind the safety of plexiglass with a blank. Never should live ammunition be anywhere near a set. For supporters of former President Donald Trump, Baldwin's troubles are an opportunity for payback for his betrayals of Mr. Trump on Saturday Night Live. Donald Trump Jr. is among those trolling Baldwin online, even selling T-shirts, mocking the tragedy. Alec Baldwin has become a target for conservatives in the wake of the shooting tragedy. I'd just like to read a prepared statement to prove that I can read, okay? <laughs> It's payback for his edgy mockery of President Trump for all those years on Saturday Night Live. Donald Trump Jr. is selling t-shirts with the slogan, guns don't kill people, Alec Baldwin kills people. He even posted this photoshopped image showing Baldwin himself wearing one. Today's battling front pages of the New York Post and New York Daily News echo the great divide. One going after Baldwin, Buck stops with Alec, the other attacking Don Jr. as spawn of hating. Some Fox News personalities are wondering what all this means for Baldwin's future. I don't think he purposely set out to kill this woman, and I don't even like the guy, but I'm just right. being honest. He could be charged with criminally negligent homicide, involuntary manslaughter, which is grossly negligent and reckless conduct. The hashtag Alec for prison is triggering a fiery debate on Twitter. Conservative commentator Candace Owens posted the shootings would be an example of poetic justice if it weren't for the actual innocent people murdered by him. Baldwin's daughter, Ireland, is coming to her dad's defense, calling out Candace Owens, you are the most disgusting, hateful, cancerous human being I've ever come across. On The View, co-host Sonny Hostin is also taking Baldwin's attackers to task. When you have people like that coming out, um, trying to I don't know, take some sort of opportunity and a shot Troll. at Alec Baldwin. I, I, I thought that was yeah. pretty disgusting and despicable. CNN's Jake Tapper is reminding everyone that behind the shocking headlines, there's a heartbreaking human tragedy, the death of a young mom. There's something about our politics right now that is driving people away from our shared humanity. Baldwin reportedly has canceled a number of upcoming projects so he can take time to be with his family. We'll have more on this story a bit later in the broadcast. First, there was that bomb cyclone that caused havoc on the West Coast, and now it's the Northeast turn. A nor'easter dumping a massive amount of rain. 
Some homeowners are still trying to dry out from Hurricane Ida weeks ago, and they're now bracing for more flooding. Amber Cagliano has details. Remember this? It was the iconic video from Hurricane Ida. The entire wall collapses in the face of unstoppable floodwaters. That was eight weeks ago. This is the wall. This yes. was your wall this here. This was the wall, yes. Oh, wow. Quite a bit of water here. And here's the house today battling yet another fierce nor'easter. When you heard about this tremendous storm coming in last night, did you think, oh, my goodness, yes. no? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, how bad is it going to get in the basement? Marlon Valley tells me he and his family had to move out of the house in Cranford, New Jersey, temporarily while that wall is rebuilt. He came over today to see what damage the new storm was causing. Some water came in last night. This is not what you need, though, right now. No. As the fearsome nor'easter approached, a state of emergency was declared in New Jersey and parts of New York. New Yorkers were also desperate to avoid a repeat of this horrendous flooding that brought the subway system to its knees when Hurricane Ida hit back in September. Subway officials have clearly learned the lessons of Hurricane Ida. Hundreds of workers have moved emergency pumps and special generators into place ahead of the storm. And so far, so good. Looks like it worked. The subways are running pretty smoothly today. More heavy rains expected across the Northeast into the weekend, but things are expected to dry up in time for Halloween on Sunday. It's extraordinary video of a dog choking on a ball being saved by using the Heimlich maneuver. Not a whole lot different from the human version, but there is actually one vet who came up with the technique to clear a dog's airway. And you should learn it because it could save your pet's life. It is remarkable video. A veterinarian climbs on top of a two-year-old dog named Hansel. The pit bull mix is choking to death. It's a race against the clock to save Hansel's life. It happened right outside their Long Island, New York home. Hansel was playing catch with his owner like any other day when a ball this size got lodged right in his throat. Kelly Skinner and her fiance rushed the dog to the vet. On the way there, uh, he started turning blue. And um, at one point, I thought he died. They drove to the West Hills Animal Hospital. Dr. Christy Williams. I gotta get on top. There she goes, and out pops the ball. Nice. I'm so grateful for everything they did. Amazingly, 20 minutes before Hansel came in, a choking Doberman had the same technique applied. Whoa. The term that was coined for this is the external extraction technique, and. It's essentially a similar type of a Heimlich kind of a thing. Dr. Williams says she remembers seeing a demo of the technique in this training video. And I'm pushing down and up. It's like a J stroke. And we can see the ball pops right out. So they're flat on their back here. She says every dog owner should know how to do this. The ball is going to be in this area here. With the ball being here, my thumbs are going to be on the back edge of the ball here, and I'm going to push the ball down and up through the mouth. Should we stop using these tennis balls when we're playing catch with the dogs? I've been asked this question a bunch by a lot of people ever since this whole thing came to light, and I've heard a lot of people say they threw away all their balls. I think that no matter what you do with your animal, you just have to be smart and safe about it. Go get it. Today, Hansel is romping nice. around, a happy and healthy pet, thanks to the Heimlich maneuver for dogs. Nice. Uh no more balls for Piper at our house. Dr. Williams wants every dog owner to learn her technique so they'll know what to do in an emergency.
Now, here's an interesting statistic from the CDC. For every 100,000 trips on an e-scooter, 20 people will end up with some sort of injury. And more people shunning public transportation and going it alone means that more people are on e-scooters and the like. And accidents are on the increase. Stephen Fabian reports. Bro, what are you doing? They're Bro. everywhere. Personal e-vehicles are taking over the streets. Let's go. Experts have seen a tenfold increase in the number of personal electronic vehicles since the beginning of the pandemic. Now, the reason so many people are turning to these types of vehicles is to avoid taking public transportation, and their popularity is growing. Here's the problem. They can be extremely dangerous. In New York City, 17 people have been killed while riding personal e-vehicles so far this year. Actress Lisa Baines from Gone Girl was run over and killed by a hit-and-run scooter rider. Wait a minute, he's on the highway? This guy was captured on video as he was speeding along on a scooter on a New York City highway. Drivers could not believe what they were seeing. I'm going 60, folks. What the hell? Former New York City traffic commissioner Sam Schwartz. Wow, he went right through, going pretty fast in a lane of traffic. And there could be a pothole and there's nothing to protect that person. E-bikes, e-scooters, e-skateboards, e-unicycles. It seems like they're everywhere. How do you regulate them? Nobody has a great answer yet. We have so many people now that are using this new form of personal mobility that we have to rethink our street system. Carrie Amy has fallen in love with her scooter. She even takes her son Weston to school on one. It's hard to walk two miles. It's easy to ride a scooter two miles. Everyone in the street would stop and look, look at this guys. That's a mom and their kid on a scooter. <laughs> Carrie's already had two stolen. This is her third. I feel like I'm in the future right now. Lillian Young knows just how dangerous her unicycle can be. You are geared up right now. You're like RoboCop. So, right. I get yeah. teased about that. Her unicycle is not legal on the streets of New York City. No. Do you treat yourself like you're a motor vehicle when you're on one of these things? Do you stop at stop signs? Do you stop at red lights? That depends. Um, if I'm out at 3 a.m. or something and there's not a lot of people, I look both ways to make sure nothing's coming, then I may continue my momentum. Oh, and by the way, if this looks easy, I can tell yeah. you it is not. I'm going to let go. I did it. I did it for five feet, maybe three. Electric scooters are now so popular there are share programs in more than 100 U.S. cities. Working from home has led to some pretty interesting moments on live TV, and now another little one is stealing the show. This expert is being interviewed live on Bloomberg TV from the comfort of his home in Brussels when in walks his young son, hamming it up for the camera. He waves before being pushed out by dad. But the little guy isn't done yet. He jumps back in, waving his hands enthusiastically and even starts making funny faces at the camera. You can't really blame a five-year-old for being a five-year-old, right? We caught up with economist Jacob Kierkegaard and his five-year-old son, Elias, who's still soaking up the spotlight. He's picking up the rock star attitudes already. Kind of reminds us of that adorable little girl who interrupted her mom's BBC interview. What's his name? His name's Christian. 
I'm so sorry. And who could forget this precious four-year-old girl, Marion, who hippity hopped her way into her professor dad's interview in 2017. I think one of your children's just walked in. His nine-month-old rolled in moments later, followed by his wife, who slid into home plate to catch those pesky kids. Now young Elias is making a name for himself as the latest pint-sized disruptor of all things live. The new government will make. <laughs> we'll be back with more right after this. Next, more on the Alec Baldwin shooting investigation. He knows what it's like to live with the sorrow and shame of accidentally taking someone's life. It's a club that nobody wants to be in. His advice for Alec Baldwin. Plus, spanks a billion. The announcement from the spanks boss that left them shocked. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this, all of My Mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now... New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. The shooting on the set of Rust puts Alec Baldwin in an exclusive club to which no one wants to belong. Those who have accidentally taken the life of another human being. Stephen Fabian spoke with another accidental killer who described the sorrow and shame he still feels. Alec Baldwin is not alone as he deals with the inconsolable grief of accidentally killing another human being. Every year in the USA, more than 30,000 people accidentally kill another person. Most of the deaths are due to car accidents. It's a club that nobody wants to be in. Chris Yaw knows what Baldwin is feeling. He says he accepts responsibility for causing his friend's death after he installed a heavy garage door at his house. I put a garage door in on the cheap, and five years later, my friend Kenny uh, was doing the lawn. And uh, from what I gather, he was returning a rake and somehow found himself caught in those doors and was crushed to death. He says he's still haunted by what happened. You've been down this road before. What is Alec Baldwin going through right now? You're stunned at first. 
That's the early stage. You can't believe that you were actually responsible for taking somebody off of the earth. Alec Baldwin is feeling guilt. He's feeling uh, shame. He's feeling embarrassment. And most of all, he's feeling mental anguish. Yaw now helps run the nonprofit Accidental Impacts, which offers resources and support to people who accidentally kill someone. What is your advice to Alec Baldwin? The first thing I always recommend is to seek therapy. Find somebody who's skilled in this area. It's a form of PTSD. I'd want to tell him that he's not alone, that people have found ways, positive, healthy ways to cope, and that help is there. The family of the man who died sued Chris Yaw for wrongful death. The case was settled out of court. When we come back, the best job perks ever. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. The founder of the popular shapewear Spanx hasn't forgotten who helped her become a billionaire. Thanks, Spanx. Businesswoman Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx, celebrates the sale of her popular shapewear line for a whopping $1.2 billion. And she's sharing the wealth. I have bought each one of you two first-class tickets to anywhere in the world. She didn't stop there. So, with everybody's two first-class tickets to anywhere in the world, you are each getting $10,000. The stunned employees can't believe it. Fly to Sweden and elope with my girlfriend. Could she be the best boss ever? When we come back, a spooky piano recital. Finally, today, who knew Michael Myers could do this? It's the theme song from the classic horror series Halloween. Wait, is that villain Michael Myers? Who knew he could play the piano? Gotcha scared. That's Inside Edition for today. Thanks for watching. We'll see you soon. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.